Welcome back to Your Best Year Starts Here. And this is an episode that wasn't supposed to happen. But I'm so pleased this is the episode that we're doing. Absolutely. something dramatic happened, and you're never really going to know about it until after this episode, which is phenomenal for me. Because apparently, apparently, I was late. But I'm Apparently. Apparently, I was late. And as the time shows on my computer, it's 10.59 and 58 seconds. We're starting on time for an 11 o'clock start. The this week, is, you're right. This week, you're right. We're on time. But the problem is, by the time you hear the next episode, you're going to find out I was late. And I think it's part of the conspiracy theory. I think there are weird things going on. I've yet to be late in about 50 years of working, but apparently I was. But what's interesting is that every one of us is going through stuff. And for Neil to ring me up and then send me a text to say, it didn't work. We need to do it again. When you know that someone's best interest, sorry, when you know that someone's best intention was to create something magical and it doesn't happen and you trust them, it's okay. It's when people regularly say, oh, there was a problem. I, I meant to send, I meant to do it, the checks in the post, and you lose trust, then you actually know there's an, there's an issue. I know Neil well enough to know that, believe me, he would love to have put the episode out where I was late. Absolutely. Nothing would have given him more joy. And the glory that I've got in knowing that's not going to happen for another week just proves the point that if he could have put it out, he would have done. But stuff happens. And when that happens, you have two choices. You either blame the cloud, you blame the virus, you blame the world, or you say, it's okay. We'll find another way around. Yeah, exactly that. I mean, just just to give context, when I said at the beginning, this is the episode that wasn't supposed to happen, you know, Anyone listening, Nigel and I recorded our next batch of episodes earlier this week, um, and they were recorded into a cloud storage where they're being rendered, etc. For the monkeys listening to this, you just go, la, 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 la. You have no idea what that means. but, but, But here's the point. The recording of the time we were talking, I don't have to edit into actual individual episodes yet. So there's no way we can get that out for tomorrow. We're recording this on Sunday. This episode will be out on Monday. There's no way to get out what we've already recorded to tomorrow. And so I messaged Nigel saying, hey, we got a problem. And we're both committed to getting this thing out every week. And because we're both committed to getting this thing out every week, we're recording another episode that was never planned to happen. I mean, you might want to call it the urgent episode or something like that. because uh, Not urgent, important. Well, but it, but it's kind, this one's kind of urgent as well because we've got a deadline and we'd miss it if we waited for the stuff we'd already recorded. But you know that if stuff is important, you'll find a way when it's urgent. It's because it was important and we didn't do it. And you didn't do it. That's true. That's true. So, uh, yeah, it's probably the... Thank you for clarifying my whole time management speech. <laughs> so if you get asked to go to a time management course, let me just share to everyone who's listening, this is all the time management in 24 seconds. If it's important, do it. If it's not, don't. The only the reason why things become urgent is because they were important and you didn't do it. Please do not go on a time management course. That is it. Yep. But, but the a, other thing is, as you know, if you're committed to your commitment, you will find your why. You will find a way. You will find a purpose. And in a couple of episodes' time, I'm sure we talk about purpose and mission. But I'm just telling you, if you say to me, look, Nigel, we need to record it, then we need to record it. No questions asked, and I make myself available. 
Yeah, it's interesting when you you know talking about time management. There's a, a friend of mine, John Paul, who um, he I think he was the first person that meant, huh? A pope? No, 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 no. His 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 name's just John Paul. Oh, I thought as, it was as in his surname is Paul. He's Mister Paul. Okay. Um, but John um, said something to me. I think he was the first person to say it to me, where he said actually it's not about time management; it's about choice management. Ooh, nice, nice. And I was like, yeah, you're bang on. You know, you're bang on. It's Because that's what it is. You know, we all get the same amount of time. The point is, how do we choose to use it? And back to what you just said, you know, if it's important, do it. If it's not important, it ain't getting done, is it? And accept the fact it ain't getting done and be honest about the fact it ain't getting done and move on to the things that are getting done. And that's the issue when you have one of these big to-do lists that, you know, the list just gets longer and longer and it gets put to the bottom of the list. And then by the time you get to the following day, you start on the, up the top stuff. Yep. So I don't want to repeat old stuff about do it, delegate it, or dump it, but it is interesting in today's market, in today's weird times, and we're waiting for the Prime Minister to tell us what might happen tonight. I'm telling you, in my humble opinion, nothing's really going to change. Mm-hmm. People are waiting for this message from somebody to how they should move on. The real message is do what you can with what you've got, give great content, be there for people, stay safe, and that's going to be the message for years and I'm surprised that it's taken people so long to realize that if you have great content and you're there for people and you look after yourself and you put your own oxygen mask on first, life works. I don't dispute it must be horrific for restaurants and pubs right now where they just have no access for takeaways. And it's horrific for retail stores in a mall. I get that. But it's interesting that if you're relevant and you've got a – as a, an outreach and you've got fans that want what you have, they will find a way to connect with you. We have a pub around the corner from us that's a, a pub run by some Italian boys, a bit like the Mafia, I'm sure. Their food comes not only on time, hotter than when you're in the restaurant. So I <laughs> rang them up yesterday to say, when I next come to your restaurant, Can I'm going to bring you up. I want it in plastic containers <laughs> to my plate because it's hotter than when you normally serve it. And they said, yeah, because we have to put it in containers. I said, we're only walking three yards on a plate. (laughs) How's that possible? But it's amazing how they have adapted and how we have adapted. Look, we've done a few of these over the last year where one of us has been in a different country and we've managed to produce content. And our listeners, and there's a load of you, keep saying, how is it possible? Because we find a way. Yep. Question is, what are you doing in your market to find a way to keep in touch with your clients, your staff, with good content. If it's not good content, just send them a video. I'm always amazed when people say there's another webinar about how to live your best life. Well, if it's not brilliant and it's not current and it's not relevant, I don't want to be invited. Yep. No. Sorry for the four people next week who I was supposed to be doing a webinar with. But <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. The um, I mean, a couple of other things to say on that. Picking up on the restaurant point, first of all, um, one of my favourite restaurants here in Cheltenham have actually done some like live cookery lessons and things from their own kitchen. So it's like, hey, look, we can't make food for you, but we can tell you how to make food, which I so is awesome. You know? A friend of mine up north has got a clothes shop that's a boutique quite chic. And what they do every day, they do a bit of a fashion show live, tell you what accessories you could have with them, and then say what you might want for your day wear for your Zoom calls is this. And they've done more trade in the last six weeks because they've found an alternative way to get to their customers. And we've said this, if you have, you want loyal customers, not satisfied customers. 
And if you want to know the difference, ask your partners. Do they want you to be loyal or satisfied? Yeah. Can't help myself. I had to do the cheeky joke at some point. But seriously, it's about loyalty. It's about good content. It's about retention. It's about being relevant. And I don't know why we're all surprised. And in a way, this shakeup that we've all had has brought the market five years forward by saying to people, we don't all have to be going to an office. What you do have to have is a smiley face. And Neil, I always admire when we have our chats, even with your full beard now, looking a bit like Papa Smurf, that you've always got a, you've always got a smile. Because normally. However normally. tough it is, and we've had some personal challenges between us over the last year, your faces, your you know, your eyes, I forgot the whole phrase, about to the soul. It's, it's the gateway to your soul. You've got to look like you're interested and you've got to look like you care. Unfortunately, you do. Mm-hmm. I can't be asked, but you do. <laughs> the, the other thing I was going to chuck in there, though, is you know, use the word content a bunch of times. Something I noticed, I don't know, probably about three or four years ago now, I, I don't, and I don't know why it came to me, it just did, was the fact that the word content and the word content are both spelled exactly the same. As oh, in... Well, hold on. Yeah, but as in the content that we allow into our lives actually affects our level of contentment and the content that we put out affects the contentment of the people that are around us you know content and content one is a direct influence on the other what are you allowing in what are you allowing through the filters that actually will make you content because i actually think in life you know yeah it's great to be happy but you're never going to be happy all the time because there will always be things that you can't be happy about but even in those times when you're unhappy you can still be content it's a shame we're not doing one of these live chats because it would have gone a bit crazy with that line. You know, I just talk some nonsense, but you don't say much, but you do say some gems when they come out. <laughs> That's like my silent and listen, isn't it? Yeah, very good. I, I hadn't thought about content and content because I'm not. I didn't finish high school like you did. You see, you're a Cheltenham boy. You went. You went all the way through. I'm. I'm not from Cheltenham. I've just been here for about 15, 16 years. I mean, you look posh. You so, sound so, posh. So, Southampton born and bred, and it, trust me, it's not posh. But there you go. <laughs> so I don't know how long we've got for this episode. What I will say to people is, over this week, when you're listening to it, think about that if it was the very first time a customer, a member of staff, or somebody heard you, would they get fresh stuff from you? You know, we've just had a local greengrocer that delivers in a box just raw stuff, and it's fresh, and it looks glistening, and it comes to you, and you think, I like that. Even though I'm not a big fruit eater, I had, get ready for this, a mango I didn't even know that's what it was, but it, but it was <laughs> fresh. So I thought, that looks nice. I'll have one of those. And often if you would offer your client, <laughs> Neil can't believe this, but if you offered your client something fresh and something nice and something different and it was tasty, people might buy. If you keep selling the same old, nearly swore there, same old rubbish or the same old, you know what I'm getting at here. Yep. It's got to be relevant, it's got to be fresh, it's got to be clean, it's got to be look attractive, just like you, Neil, with your Papa Smoke beard. Me, I'm doing the best I can. If you said, yeah, if someone said no to you 50 times and you keep presenting the same thing, they're going to keep saying no, right? And it doesn't matter if you change the packaging. You know, if you um, if you change the colour of a, you know, a Coke can to a different colour, Nigel's still not going to buy it because it's not Diet Coke, right? Exactly right. Thank you so much indeed. You know, so let's see you all next week. Hopefully we'll be up in the cloud, we'll be down in the cloud, we'll be somewhere in the air. 
Yeah, ho- hopefully for the next like six or seven weeks, you'll be listening to the episodes we recorded earlier this week. Where apparently um, I was late, where I was late. It, it, he was definitely late. And yeah, I if we've lost those episodes, I'm going to be gutted. <laughs> no, if, if we've lost them, I wasn't late. Yeah. I will see you next week, my friend. Yeah, see you soon. Cheers, dude. Goodbye.